Welcome to the Talent Rebelcast. My name is Elin Bailey, and along with me is my co-host, Tracy Parsons. Tracy and I have been getting together for what seems like forever now to, well, chit-chat about talent. One day after a few too many cocktails, we thought, what the heck, let's press record. And that's how we got here. We hope you'll listen in and find this a little bit fun, interesting, and just the teeniest bit inspiring. So without further ado, let's get this party started. Hello there, Tracy. Good morning, Alyn. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's Friday Fiesta. I know. Um, and then are you ready to leave this call as totally wiped out for the week? Like, oh God, so, like we talked yeah. about last time, right? Exactly. So, 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 so completely there. In fact, I had to give myself a list of things to do so that I didn't like do that. I'd be like, oh, I'll get to that later. It's actually one of the challenges of working either. I'm sure you probably find it's working for yourself as well. Maybe you're better at this than I am. Um, but working with a global team, like I do and kind of in a, in a global company and things are kind of operating at different time zones, et cetera, is my schedule is like all whack, right? Which means that sometimes I'm like working from one to four in the morning and then I'll like take a nap and then I'll get up again and I'll work for a few hours. And then sometimes what happens is, is that, I mean, I'll tell you the honest truth. Sometimes what happens is I wake up and I start to work and it's not that I have anything later on. I just say, I feel like I don't want to. And because nobody else is around, I just test when I take my mental pause and uh, I'm learning to let myself be okay with that. Yes. So that was the thing that I was going to say. One of the things that we talk about all the time over here, I mean, we're, we're running a lot and most people know between work drive and PSC and it's going all going so well. It doesn't go well if you're uninspired. And so when you're uninspired, you should stop. But the bad thing is, is that this last week and for the next two to three weeks, uh-huh. I will say there is no opportunity to not be inspired. Like I, we're going to have to just get some shit done in the next three weeks. And then I think there'll be a little bit of breathing room. But yeah, it's so hard to do our jobs when it's when we're not inspired, right? Like it's a perfect lead in to this beautiful, brilliant, poignant piece that you put out into the universe this week. And it talks about kind of licking your wounds and taking a minute and and saying, okay, well, this didn't go the way I planned. I love that you felt inspired to write this. I love that people are responding to it. I remember as soon as I read it, texting you like kind of misty eyed because we've all been there. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Alyn, I'm going to let you let you set the stage. But if you get a chance, head over to Alyn's LinkedIn and check out this post. It's titled, The Truth Is Sometimes Good Things Go Bad. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you liked that. Glad it resonated with you. And I'm um and by the way, thank you everybody who has commented on it, whether publicly or, or privately has has reached out to me. I find actually and we'll talk about that in a second about how many people I think are reaching out who don't necessarily want to be public about that. I think that's interesting and, and should be voiced. This came about because I started earlier this year a blog series on transforming TA. And, and I do this to myself to force myself to write is I put out into the universe and very publicly said, this is going to be a six part blog series. And we're off and going, I'm going to do one a week and here's the first one. And I got into number three and I pushed it out there and then I stopped. And that was in March. 
And I could not get myself to write the next one. I, everything, I tried everything. I was <laughs> uninspired. I was uninspired. This is kind of the topic of the blog that I put out there this week. And I, I, I admitted to the fact that I was not only uninspired, but I was frustrated and tired and feeling really disenfranchised. And it, part of the challenge is there were a lot of changes that went on in the organization where I was driving change. And I was coming to grips with, could I navigate a way forward? Was there a path forward? Um, or did I have to start making other choices and decisions? And, and I was also mentoring and supporting a lot of peers and friends around me who are having the same question. And so trying to kind of be the the coach and mentor and, and you know give everybody a safe place to come and voice their angst, but still deal with my own angst at the same time. I think I just, it was too much. And I had to admit a, a little bit of defeat there. And it took me a few months to get past it. And it really was. You stemmed from the root that, you know, I spend a lot of time through this rebel cast, through the blog series I'm writing, through et cetera, going out there and talking about transformation and change and how to make it happen and doing the rah rah, everybody, let's get in there and we can all do it. We're, come on, push through. You got this. Got this. And there's always a, and I, and I always talk about, you know, there's always a way that you can get around the circumstances that you have, or let's talk about the strategies and et cetera. And I ran up into a point where um, where I had really good transformational success. I, I was super proud of it. I'd been talking about it all over the place, and it systematically was going to. It got dismantled in a, in a in a matter of weeks and months because one or two individuals in the organization who had more power and control chose to do that. There was absolutely nothing I could do about it, and the fact there was nothing I could do about it was devastating. Right, they're essentially blowing up your Aldron. My God, that's exactly what it was like. It was like sitting there on the bridge of the Death Star and watching them blow up Alderaan and be like, well, I, you know, I can't do anything to stop that. I can fight against it afterwards, but I can't do it now. And then making the decision, do you stay and fight to rebuild? Or do you even have the energy for that anymore? I remember having that conversation with people. Yeah. What is the energy to move forward? Um, so the blog post is is about that and about the process of coming to peace with that and realizing that you do have to keep moving. If you're a change agent and, and if you believe in what you do, and I do believe in very much what I do, to come to fate grips with the fact that I may feel like a fraud, but I'm not. That imposter syndrome is, is not accurate. And I do have things I want to move forward with. I'm going to keep doing it and finding your path forward, um, finding your balance. So that's what it was about. And I'm, I'm rambling on, but it was a, a very personal piece. I'll tell you what, I usually write fast, but I tell you, I wrote that piece in 15 minutes. It was fast. It was heartfelt. It was right there. And it was meant to be my voice, basically to tell people I'm sorry and I'm coming back and I'll start finishing what I started. Because I didn't know how to go back in and do episode number four of my, sure. of my blog series uh, six months later. Hi. <laughs> without being honest about where we were. So, yes. So, okay. So really a couple things really delighted me and just like made me sad all at the same time is that, you know, me, I have been working as a consultant for 20 years, trying to lead the horse to water, right? And make them drink as an outsider. One of the things that really struck me is I have clearly built up an amount of resilience around my failures and my things that went unimplemented 
my ideas that didn't go anywhere. Like I must have built up a tremendous amount of resilience to just have and on to the next one. Okay, well, that didn't work on to the next one, right? I think that's one of the reasons that I've never really been successful on the client side because don't do it or do it. I don't, I'm telling you what, I'm telling you the things that you do. I'm actually giving you the plan for the things that you like legitimately could do to solve your problems and you're choosing not to do them. And I can't do anything about that. Yep. Anytime I've worked at a company, this has always happened to me. I'm telling you specifically in an absolutely unattached way how to fix this and you won't fix it. And I can't fix that for you. I can't bend wills. And I think that's, and what makes it interesting. So like what you experienced Mm -hmm. is something that I experience monthly right? Like legitimately monthly, I will watch a customer go, yeah, we don't want to do that anymore. And it's, it were, it's just, somebody doesn't believe in it. Right. And what's fascinating to me is somebody like you, like my other customers, like Derek, who we talked to last week, Uh somebody will come in and rally for what it is that we are talking about, because I am like an extension of them. They're like an extension of me. Right. But at some point, someone in the business can decide to put the kibosh on these things. I've become so accustomed to this that I just didn't even notice that I actually do have to pause every now and then and go, well, that was terrible. (laughs) That sucked. Why are you not listening? Like you should, I swear to God, this is the answer. Like, I can't tell you how many times. And I I know this one, right? I know this one. I can can answer this problem. Look at me. And I'll, I'll admit, I think part of the, this, I agree. This happens all the time. When you're when you're driving change, you just kind of become accustomed to it. And resilience is high. I think the reason this one hit as hard as it did was because I had never gotten to a moment before where I felt like I had gotten over the finish line. Right. Like so we I did this. Oh, we did it. Holy shit! It worked. Uh-huh. We did it. We're over the finish line. And now let's just, let's roll. Now we can do something even better. Well, now where can we go? Fire, fire, fire. To have something get pulled apart after it, after you can legitimately look back at it and go, we did it. Check, right? Is a serious level of of angst. And um, it's too much. It's too much to be willing to do. And I also think you, you mentioned something about those individuals who are inside the company or within this group they run across moments, right? Where they have to rally everybody, kind of rally everybody back around it. I think for me, uh, frequently being in that role, you're putting a lot of yourself out there and your own kind of sense of your own reputation. I know how many times I stood up in front of people and said, this will work. Come with me. Trust me. If you don't believe it yet, do you believe that I haven't steered you wrong before? Let's just try come with me, right? It's like getting, you know, the army all ready to go off into battle, right? And then you land in there and half of them get killed in the midst and you, you feel like shit. You're well, like, it's, it's rap. I killed you all. I'm sorry. Right. And it's, it's so, it's, it's even more than that. If you think about it from our position as change agents, right? The army is the status quo girl. Like you've bought a ragtag band of people who volunteered with their sticks Yep. to the fight, right? And, yep. and I think that's what that's what really like 
again, the thing that about my the, developing that resilience, but it's something that we have to talk about as rebels. The thing that we are trying to do in talent right now with the other rebels that we're talking with is we are trying to upend everything that everyone is comfortable with. That's right. That's right. Because we've gotten comfortable with being mediocre. We've gotten comfortable with stitching things together. We've gotten comfortable with it's good enough. Right. Right. And we are out there like there is a population of us. You guys listening. It's growing. And there's more people talking about this now than ever. And it's making everyone uncomfortable. And so when we go in and talk about what candidates need, what employees need, why aren't we driving things through their lens? Why aren't they our hero in the story? All the things that the rebellion is talking about, putting talent first, makes everybody very uncomfortable. And what do people do when they're uncomfortable? They absolutely bulldoze past any kind of differentiation and reinstill the status quo until they can't understand until they can't succeed at all. Right. Absolutely. That's exactly what they do. And it's, and it's a comfort space. And that's why, you know, one of the things I pointed out um, in the article and I, and I, and I, and I tried to be somewhat, not someone, I was, I was a little truthful about this. I said, listen, you're going to have two types of people who I'm calling kind of preservationists, right? The first that are coming in and they're trying to preserve the status quo. They're trying to bring everybody back to it in order to gain control because they believe that's the right thing to do. Because if they can control chaos, then they can then they can figure out how to go forward. Right. It's just like a, it's, it's completely a management technique. There are going to be people, however. I mean, we just have to face the reality Evil exists in this world. And I am going to put this in the, in the light of good and evil, right? Not that people are, but you know what I'm saying. There are people out there whose intent is not pure, right? Their intent is harm another person, to gain status, to prove that they're right, to hurt, the, to re-bandage their wounded ego because they didn't win the battle originally. There are plenty of the Sith out there. <laughs> right? Right. Yes. And sometimes we have to just look at it, see it for what it is and realize that's not somebody you're going to change their mind or put something in place that is going to um, make them do something differently. They, they are going to do what they're going to do. The only way you squash that is, well, you, you squash it by killing it. I mean, you don't literally kill it. I'm not, that sounded bad. Um <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The only way you score, the only way you win in that circumstance is it's you or them. And that means that you have to take on a completely different mode of operating that many of us in the change space are not used to. That's not what we do, right? We we build people up. We don't tear people down. And so for me, I agree with you. It's you or them, right? And you're never going to convince somebody that has ill intent. I don't have a good answer here. And the more, the more I think about it, the more it's just like, I think this is an awareness thing for, for our fellow rebels that we really need to help them acknowledge that this is going to happen to you, right? You are trying to do hard, scary things to other people <laughs> yes. and, and, and know, and know that it's going to make them very uncomfortable. That's going to make you meet up with things and you're not going to win everything. But when somebody tries to take the entire, entire program down you're going to have to make decisions and making decisions for me is the secret of life. 
It, it absolutely is. And sometimes those decisions, um, you know, I laid them out pretty, pretty simply for people. I think as I look, talk to all the people who were involved in, in, in this particular incident and watch what happened, right? At the end of the day, it came down to one, finding a new space to start over, going somewhere else, going into a different role where they thought they had the ability to create some sort of change within that space and feel successful at it. And there's a group of people who just decided the right thing to do right now for me, my family, my life, and et cetera, is to be quiet, but to go dark, meaning to go inward, to reflect, just to continue to build my skills. I call them kind of a change ninjas. And when they see a light of sunshine, they're going to come out like nobody's business and move. So, and I think this is, that's a powerful space to be in. It's okay to choose to be in that space. I told you that I got float, right? right. Like a lot of times, a lot of times we're either going to try and swim against the current or swim with the current. Sometimes it's okay to just float. It is absolutely. And I've got to tell you, it's interesting. I I write it a bit on LinkedIn. So this particular post has gotten a lot of traction. It has a little over 3000 views in a day. It has plenty of kind of likes and hits and comments on it. But the number of people who are reaching out privately, this resonated and they got it. And this was really important for them to hear is huge. And the reflection back to me was, is that this is, there's just a group of people out there who don't, who know this is a circumstance, but they're living, in, they're living in fear. They're living in fear that someone will notice that this is what's going on and that they are playing quiet and that they are kind of playing possum for a while. And they've been hurt very dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a tough time to be rebels, period. And I I do like, if I think about our arc, right? And you know, you guys all know how much we love Star Wars, right? We're kind of at that dark spot right now, right? Like we're kind of in that place where like, are people, are we going to be able to do this? Like, are we going to be able to figure it out? Are we going to be able to find the path forward? Are we going to find enough rebels out there to fundamentally change this way, the way this whole thing works? And my glass is always not just half full, it's totally full. I'm pretty convinced that we will, but we're we're in a period where it's kind of swamps a day it, it, it is, it is. And, <laughs> and if you remember, those of you who follow the arc and know the story, but no, this is why this is such a powerful mythology, right? But the truth about it, in order to move out of this, it's going to require all of us. And this is what rose me back up. And I know this is part of what drives you as well. Those of us who have the ability to feel comfortable with our voice, to use it and to connect with others and to put the rallying cry out there, to inspire others to move forward, to continue the process, to push, to push, to push. And the consequence of that is, the reality is, is that sometimes we're taking people to their certain death. I get it. I accept that now, which is I didn't accept before. I accept Mm -hmm. it now. And know that I honor your sacrifice and we're all out there sacrificing equally, right? Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean we have we can stop. We have to keep going. It's good to be done. So anyway, thank you. I'm glad I'm glad it resonated with you, Tracy. And thank you for helping me continue to process it even more. It's helpful. So I'm glad. Thank you for being so open and, and talking about the hard things because that's the hard thing, right? Like yeah, very cool that you did that. And I'm, well, I'm grateful that you were open to talking about it on the pod because it was a very powerful moment. And I hope it continues. And I know we can all continue to move forward. Thank you so much. Well, so if you have comments, thoughts, if you want to talk about your own experiences in this space, we want to hear about them. 
Reach me, Adeline Bailey or Tracy at T Parsons. You can listen to all of our past episodes, plus connect with us at the talentrebelalliance.com. We want to see you. We've got a lot of cool stuff happening in this space. We want you involved in there. And another reach out if you are going to be at HR Tech um, this upcoming September, um, one or both of us are going to be there and live and open to conversation. So please do reach out. We'll talk to you all soon. Toodles. Awesome. Take care. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed yourself. The Talent Rebel Cast is part of the Talent Rebel Alliance. It's a movement connecting strong, independent, bossy, and well, sometimes feisty women in the talent industry. Together, we're on a mission to grow our ideas, our presence, our value, and our impact. Smart women connecting with smart women to support each other. It's as simple as that. We believe big things happen from simple ideas. If you want to join the Talent Rebel Alliance, come on over and check out our website at talentrebelalliance.com. We hope to hear from you soon. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We We out. out.